Welcome to the Queen Redeemed Podcast, where we get redeemed with the freedom of the great I am. I am your amazing host, Nikisa Nikki J. Jackson, God's servant, first and always, nurse, wife, mother, and I do cool stuff like write books, speak, and empower women to be who God called them to be. My real superpower is faith. Welcome to a piece of my world, and let's get the show started. So welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to another week. How are you doing? March is almost over, actually. Today is the 27th. I know I'm a little late. I usually do these on Wednesdays, but you know, um, one thing I won't do is rush God. And I had a lot going on in my personal life this week that kind of threw me off balance a little bit, but I got it together. Um, so I I really want to make sure I always come to you as my authentic self and that I'm that I have a cup to pour out of, you know, um, and I, I always have a cup, but sometimes my cup is not full enough to overflow. So I never want to come and I'm drained and I'm exhausted and I'm depressing, you know, I need to be uplifted. I need to be empowered um, to, to be able to speak, not saying that I won't speak if I'm going through something and things like that. No, not true. Uh, but it's just more so of me not bleeding on you or not giving you a halfway done podcast just because I want to keep my numbers up or just because I want to um, be here every single week. But I have a commitment to you. So I think this podcast is going to be amazing. Like, I think it's going to be amazing because, I mean, I feel like it's fresh manna from heaven. Like, I really because I really didn't know what I want to talk about. I was like, Lord. What are we going to talk about? And, you know, I didn't really hear anything Wednesday, but I kept trying to pressure myself to record. And then I got it yesterday and I didn't finish it till late. And I was going to record it yesterday. And I was like, no, I'm just going to wait till Friday. So I've like gotten up today. I've eaten. I've walked my dog. Let me tell y'all. I never really walked the dog. Just put her outside. But when she see me put on my workout shoes, she be all over me. So I walked her for 30 minutes and she is wore out. So I don't think she's going to disrupt us today. Okay. She is out there asleep. She wore out because I usually walk 15 minutes and then come and get her. But today I was like, no, I'm getting you. We're going to walk out here. We're going to worship and sing and I'm going to cover my neighborhood. You know, I just, I was just feeling like I was feeling in one of those kind of moves today and it gave me some energy. So I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I listened. That's why you got to listen to the Holy Spirit because God was like, I need you to walk. When I first woke up this morning, he was like, I want you to walk today. And I was like, okay. So I ate and I kind of stopped feeling like, well, it's hot. God, it's hot. That was, I don't care how hot the weather said it was. I don't care how hot it felt outside of my door. When I got outside, that wind was breezy. The sun was shining and I was feeling good. So I feel really, really good. I feel really energized. I feel really ready to just pour into you. And I'm also trying another, <laughs> another recording software. So I hope that this one is even clearer. As you know, I got a mic, as you all know, I did get a mic. I used a program last week. I found out it wasn't the program I was looking for. And now I got another program. So we'll see how this one sounds. So far, so good. I recorded the intro. It sounded great. So I'm just going to actually continue to record on this one because it's a little different than the other programs I've recorded on. So I'm going to actually like record all the way through and hopefully I don't mess up. <laughs> 
and let's see how it works out. So I pray that this is um, clear, is distraction free as you watch it on whatever you watch your podcast, listen to your podcasts on. So I hope that it's good. So anyway, back to the show. I really didn't even expect to go that far off on a tangent. You hear me? <laughs> so um, anyway, like I said, I think this is going to be a good one to pull out your pen and your pad and share with a friend. It's, it's going to be impactful and powerful. Um, but first I want to say we're, you know, in the beginning, I like to talk about current events, what's going on in my life and what I'm going through and dealing with and things like that. But how is social distancing going for you? Like, I really want to think, th- I want you to think about it. Have you been spending time with God? Have you been, um, on social media all day on Netflix all day? Which, which you've been, what have you been doing? Well, how have you been using your time? Have you been using your time wisely? Um, are you, are you taking a break? Some of us, like I said, last week, we talked about time. Some of us need a break. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be praying on behalf of this country. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be, um, you know, spending time with God, but some of us are on rest. I don't know if I'm on rest though. Some of us on rest. Um, for me, it's actually okay. I'm used to being by myself. So I actually enjoy it. Um, I didn't expect to have to slow down though. I will say that because I did have to slow down some. I slowed down with being busy. Um, I got a lot of things coming up very soon. So I really understand it. Uh, I'll talk about it more at the end. But like on April 1st, I have, uh, I'm doing a webinar on April 4th. I'm doing a summit on April 7th. I'm doing another webinar. And then from March 30th through April 15th, I'm a part of a 21 day Arthur boot camp and I'm one of the moderators for it. So I have a lot coming up. So I understand why I had to take a little rest and had to slow down a little bit. I get it. Um, but you know, that's why you have to let the Holy spirit lead you where the Holy spirit needs you to be at because they know your capacity, your capabilities and things like that. So I get it. Um, this week I have really just been like working out my own salvation. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of that or what that means, but that's really where I just have been making sure I'm carefully following what God wants me to do. Not really just doing stuff because I feel like it's the right thing to do. Um, making sure I'm not skipping stuff because it's hard. Okay. Like it's very important that we are obedient in all areas. Sometimes we get obedient in some areas and in other areas we start slacking. So we have to be obedient in all areas. It's something God is doing with me. So and something God is doing with me. He's really been on me, but not in a hard way, all in love. Sometimes we pick and choose what we want to do out of our own comfort. But let me tell you, the things of God is all that will matter in the end. All this busy, all this busy work, doing things because you feel like you need money or your audience wants it. It's just not the way to go. Like I just, I just don't want blood on my hands, and that's what I was talking about, kind of at the beginning. Like I'm not gonna come and talk to you if I know that the Lord is not leading me to speak about something. I want to make sure, and I don't want you to get caught up in making sure that you don't move. Like making sure, like I, I'm checking fifty thousand times. No, you don't. You know, it doesn't take for you to check 50,000 times. Okay. But I don't ever want to come and be talking and then it's nothing is no value. You can't do anything with it. You can't take it back with you. You can't apply it to your life. Then I might as well just talk to myself or talk to my dog. So I really, um, I don't want blood on my hands. 
So I don't want blood on my hands because I didn't speak or I spoke when I wasn't supposed to. So it goes both ways. It's just like when I was speaking about not skipping stuff because it's hard. You really shouldn't be doing stuff because it's easy and you feel like, oh, this will be good when you're not being led to do it. Like your life is not your own. I don't care what anybody um, tell you. Your life is not your own. And on top of that, also with um, working out my own salvation, I had to check my heart and my motives. And let me tell you, I got chick. I got chick. Like when I tell you, I got chick by God. I got chick by the Holy Spirit. Okay. Let me tell you about this. So I've been doing this class on Facebook. <laughs> it's a Facebook class. Don't do me. You know, we all quarantine. So, you know, Facebook University is lit right about now. And they gave us a little bit of homework. And I went to God about something and he told me, um, is what he told me was that I had success all wrong. And I was like, what do you mean? Um, and although I wouldn't say this out loud or anything, you know, God knows, looks at the heart of a man. And what he told me was my thought of success was related to money, wealth, fortunes, a good credit score, a healthy weight, having influence. While these aren't bad desires, they aren't bad desires. I don't want you to get that confused. They are not bad desires. They're not bad desires. Okay. I want you to really understand that. They're not bad desires. It's just that God looks at the heart of a man. He looks at the heart of a man. So his desires are a little different. Okay. So he cares about the heart of a man. So you can have all this and still not inherit the kingdom of God. You could do all of this out of your own might. The only thing that will stand is what you do for God. You know that what matters to God is your character. So like I was saying, what matters to God is your character. So while God was dealing with me on this, and he was telling me I had success all wrong. Listen, he told me I had success all wrong. I asked, what what success, what is it to him? Like, I got it wrong, so what is it to you? So these are what, this is what God, this is what I feel like the Lord told me. Okay. I'm going to be very careful about that while I was sitting down on time, sitting down in my own time. This is what was told to me. I'm not saying if, you know, something else was revealed to you, this was pertaining to me and I feel led to share it here. So you also could maybe resonate with this and understand this. Okay. I always want you to remember as you listen to me on this podcast don't make this podcast your God. Don't make nobody your God. Let me be very clear about that. We all have the ability to have our own relationship. So I want you to go back to God about it. You know, ask him, you know, check what check yourself. Do a heart check and a motive check on you because your definition of success could be accolades in your career or it could be the fact that your children love you and your husband think you the best looking thing in the world versus what God thinks about you. So I just want you to really go back to the Lord and ask for yourself. But I'm going to tell you what was revealed to me. So to me, it was revealed that success is good fruit. It's obedience to him, submission to him, loving your neighbor, winning souls to Christ, pleasing God, blessing those who curse you, turning your cheek, forgiveness, subduing the land, multiplication, having a real relationship with God. And last but not least, and this is what we're going to be talking about today, is being his child. Being his daughter for me or his son if you are a male. Being his daughter for you if you're a woman. Sometimes we get so stuck on purpose, we forget that our first one is to be his daughter. Do you really know what being a daughter to God is like? 
it's something that even before this past week, I've recently had a lot of focus on just being his daughter. So in other words, my first identity. So sometimes I get caught up on, oh, and this is for me. I'm speaking about me too. Don't think I'm exempt from this. I get caught up on, oh, oh God, I got this gift. Oh God, I can write. Oh God, I write prophetically. Oh God, I knew something before it happened. Oh God, oh God, oh God. And it's like, but can you be a daughter like none of that matters you got the gift of faith you got the gift of healing you're a prophet you're an overseer you're an apostle you know your church then humped your head up you're an usher you do this in the church you're a preacher you're a prophetess you're a first lady you all these things but are you a daughter or a son first your gifts mean nothing to god he is the giver of all gifts they mean nothing if you don't got the Holy Spirit, if you're not spending time with him, they mean nothing to him. Like, I, I want y'all to really understand. It means nothing if you cannot be his son or his daughter. If you're not that first, who are you? Like, I really need y'all to get that. And I'm not, and I don't even expect to speak like this, but I need you to get it because I was sitting, dealing with this myself, and it gives you a false sense of security and a false sense of pride when you cannot be a daughter or son first. You have to know who you are. And that's what you are first. And I'm not really harping on you. So if you feel this, you know, say, ouch, you could all go back and talk to Holy Spirit and ask where you're getting it wrong and where you're getting it right. And if this is... You know, like, well, I know how to be a daughter. Well, keep it as a reminder that you need to stay there. Like I always say, stay delivered. Sometimes you might say, oh, I got delivered from smoking. And the first time you're around somebody smoking, you're smoking. Or I got delivered from this. And the first time you see it, you want it, you know. So you just got to stay there. So we really need to understand what it's like to be a daughter to God, okay. So as you see from the title, guess what we're going to be talking about? How we can be a daughter to a king. We say it a lot. We declare it. But are we really being a daughter? Are you really being a son? Are you really? Like I really need y'all to think about this. As I go through this topic, um, it, it will be, it ain't going to be scripture heavy, but I do have some homework at the end. So I hope you all stay around and get the homework. And let's jump into this topic. Okay. Anyway, being a daughter. So being a daughter or son, I have to keep saying that. I guess it might be some males listening. Um, to be a daughter or a son is really not a physical shift. Like, it's not like a physical thing. It's a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift. Shifting your mind. You have to shift your minds from just servant but to a daughter. Now, we are we are God's servant. That's true. If, you know, if God gave you your, whatever gift or call he has in you, yes, you are that to God. But you're first his daughter or his son. When we got saved, we became children and heirs with Christ. So, the first thing is you are his daughter or a son. So what is a daughter? Now, naturally, you know, we can get on the internet per Google, but we're daughters to a king. So we're not just a female child that has a mother and a father. We're daughters to a king. So have you ever watched like an old English movie like The Ring or Tudors? Those children, they ain't worry about nothing. You hear me? Even when they weren't good. I remember on Ring, the, um, the king, King Francis, before he was... Actually, King, he was out there in, um, who was it, a brothel? He was out there in a brothel. When, when he came back, they just changed his clothes and he became, 
he was fine. He was fine because he was always um, the heir. It didn't matter that he ran off. It's just like in the book, in the Bible, where they talk about the prodigal son. When he realized what was going on, he came right on back, and God accepted him right on back. Because at the end of the day, you are God's child. You are God's child. You are His child. So I need y'all to like really realize that. So that's like my example from watching old English movies. That's what made that's what made me think like that's how it is in old English movies. So also another thing to think about your natural children, okay? Think about your natural children. Um, we have natural children. So I have a daughter, a stepdaughter, um, uh, my bonus daughter, whatever. She just is born of somebody else. Somebody else birthed her onto this earth, but we share her, okay? <laughs> anyway, so think about your natural children. They make you upset, but they still need you and want you and love you. They will apologize and they'll do something just to make your heart flutter You'll forgive them and still give them what's theirs. If you live in a big house, so does your child. If you can afford to give your child whatever they want to do within reason, you give a, you you do it. You give it to them. You give appropriate instructions for their age. You give them what they need and want. And as they grow, you grow in what you allow them to have. That's how it is being a daughter to a king. So as we grow in him, he gives us more responsibilities. He gives us more things to do. He gives us more wisdom, more knowledge. He gives us um, more more correction. So, like, if your 8-year-old does something and it's the first time they ever did it, you kind of say, no, you shouldn't do that, and you explain it to them. But if the 16-year-old do the same thing at 16, you're going to scold them because you knew from 8 years old that that wasn't appropriate. So that's how God deals with us. So, you know, to be a daughter, that's how it is. So no matter how old you get, it is, you'll still be his child. Your children will still be your children. You still love them, right? God still loves you no matter what happens to you. Nothing can make you stop loving him just like God. It doesn't matter what they do. Your love withstands. God's love will withstand. This is how our father, and I say our father because it's the same God. He my daddy too, and he your daddy. This is how our father treats us. Always, once we accept him into our hearts, we are now heirs with Jesus Christ. We have the same rights and responsibilities and benefits. These are benefits. There are benefits. Like, I need y'all to understand. There are benefits to being a kingdom kid, but there are also responsibilities. But there are benefits. Like, God will always provide for you. So, um, I really want to talk about a little bit of my experience. So, before I jump into the word, I want to discuss where I am with this whole daughter thing. Like, I really want y'all to understand where I am with this whole daughter thing. So, I was saved at one point. Then I was saved, saved, and now I'm like save, save, save. Okay, so I was saved in like 2008. I was saved, saved in 2017. Now I think I'm saved, saved, saved in 2020. Like I've said the prayer of salvation like three times this year already, um, and not because I did something wrong per se, but it was just like I want to get it right. Like I really want to get baptized again because I feel like um, I need to be baptized again. But you know, COVID 19 ain't nobody baptizing nobody right about now but the first chance i get i am going to go and get baptized by somebody so yeah i'm gonna do that but that's another story so i recently realized i was sleeping on my benefit to ask god continually for stuff i used to treat him like my natural parents so my natural parents um doesn't want me to ask him over and over again you know your kids actually like you bugging me no 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 i said no 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 god wants us to keep asking and keep reminding him of the promises he made. We got that big old Bible. He made so many promises. Like, actually, before I got on this live, I, I had to ask God a promise about, um, I had to ask him about a 
look for a scripture about something I'm dealing with. And I had declared over my life, like, God, this is what you said. Remember, you said this. You said this. I've been learning how to do that. So I have to remind him. So you have to remind him. So I realized this about a month ago. So I started asking over and over, and he started responding more and more. Then I'll ask again, and he will respond. He would come through in ways only he could get the glory. He has just been so consistent, and he, as he always has been, it's just been in a new way. Because I used to ask God, and it didn't see no result, and I would give up. Like, I'll be like, oh, well, God, I had asked you um, to get me into this program and give me the money, and I don't see it, so I guess that means no. Or, God, I asked you to get me more book sales, and I posted my book one time, and then nothing happened. God's trying to teach me something. So I just continue to ask, like, God, I'm doing the work. I need you to blow on it. So I realized that he moves with me. So I ask for something, and he responds. But sometimes, catch this, as a daughter, we got to realize, and this is why I think we get frustrated, and we forget that we're daughters because we don't get our way. But anyway, back to the topic. Um, sometimes it requires me to do something. And the basic thing is to be obedient. I began to realize my frustrations were not with life. It was with me. If I love God, right, and he is my father, and he could do everything. I mean everything. Like God could do everything. Why don't I believe his instructions? Like really listen to that. If he could do everything, why don't we believe his instructions? What sounds strange for you makes sense to God because he knows more than you. He can see past you. One of the responsibilities that we have as a daughter is to obey him. But before we can obey him, we have to get to know him, which requires time. I learned my quiet time wasn't really enough. My worship time, it wasn't enough. My prayer time was very surface level. I'm asking God to pay these bills, increase my influence, instead of changing my character and increasing my focus. I'm an heir to a throne. I'm not here to glorify me. It's to show the world God. So they too can want to come and be my sister or brother and walk into a lifestyle that's not like another. I realized until I yielded and submitted, I was just going to continue to walk around the mountain and not actually climb up the mountain. I'm just going to walk around. I'm walking around because of fear, because I don't trust God. I don't fear him like I say. I'm used to parents that can scare me with sight. And since God can't be seen, we play with him. Like I need y'all to understand that. We're afraid of our natural parents because they're right there in our face. They'll stand just up right there. But because we don't physically see God with our own eyes, we play with him. And since he isn't religious and has so much grace and mercy, we abuse it. Like, let's be for real because we know, well, well God know my heart. It's our first thing. This how I always been. That's our second thing. Well, you know, God going to give me grace. We abuse it. Now, God is a loving God. But would you like your kids to take your kindness and weakness? Would you want your kids to be scared of you? No. But you do want them to be of value to this world, right? Everybody wants their children to do better than them. God wants you to do good on this earth. He made you in his likeness. So this is ultimately what he really wants from us and everything to show his kingdom on earth. We have to get out of the world and remember who our father is. So being a, um, a daughter or a son, we got to obey God. But first we got to know God. Do you know him? Like we say we do, but do you really know God? Are you just throwing up popcorn prayers? Are you saying thank you God for waking me up and going to work and going on about your day? Are you just going to church on Sunday, but then don't talk to him to the next Sunday? Like I really, uh, I'm really like want y'all to get that. And that's just where I've been at. So God has really just been on me in love about really 
owning the fact that I'm his daughter because we really are adopted. Like we really are. There are so many things we worry about that we don't have to worry about. There are so many things we pray about as in petition that we could just thank God for because he already did it. Do you hear me? It's some things you're asking God for that you could just say, thank you, God. You can give him his word back. When you are a daughter of a king, oh, son of a king, when you wake up, you don't worry about your food. You don't worry about tomorrow. You don't worry about how he going to provide for you. Being a daughter or son of a king means knowing that we are adopted and we are not orphans. We are not orphans. We are adopted. We literally belong to the kingdom of God. And it's time to act like it. No more playing small, saying I'm scared, saying I don't know what to do. You don't have to know. God knows. And guess what? We ain't doing it no way. You think I know what to say on this podcast? No. If it was up to me, we'll be talking about loving hip-hop or something. I went definitely wouldn't be talking about this. When I had the idea to start this podcast three years ago, I thought I was going to be talking about HIV every week. I'm talking about stuff. I'm like, really, God? I'm really talking about this? Like, even talking about being a daughter to a king? Like, this ain't me. Ask me even six months ago if this is what I would be talking about. I ain't doing this. This is the Holy Spirit. This ain't me. I don't talk about stuff like this. This is not me. So God does everything through us. And we have to come to God in a way where we submit to him and come like his child. Like, no matter how big you are in your house, how big your name is in your city, how big your church is, how big your career is, you are his child. We really have to take inventories of our lives and we have to ask, have we been a daughter or son to him? So we got to ask y'all. We got to ask. We got to ask. Like, you really got to ask. Like, that's what I've been dealing with. And I just wanted to share it with you. Uh, I'm going to get into the scripture now that I've did my spiel and, you know, let y'all know how this thing is welled up in me. You know, I want to tell you what the word says. And I want you to take the scripture and really study it. Look up the words. Ask Holy Spirit to help you understand how to be a true heir. It's time to take your position. It's time to take your place. It's time to seat, sit down in your heavenly place. We ain't even here. Yeah, physically our bodies are here, but our spirits are not. And we need to act like we know who our daddy is. And if you don't know who your daddy is, it's time for you to learn. You can't go around saying, oh, I love Jesus. I love God. God, do it for me, blah, blah, blah. But you don't even know who he is. Did you know there's more than one name for God? Did you know that? Do you know that he likes you to call all his names? Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Salome. Did you know that? You wouldn't know that if you don't read the word. You wouldn't know that. So I'm going to get into this scripture. And then we're going to break it down. I'm going to tell you some more stuff, y'all. Got to know I got to wrap it up in love. <laughs> and we're going to get to it. All right. So the scripture is Romans 8, 16 through 18. The spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we believers are children of God. And if we are his children, then we are his heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing his spiritual blessings and inheritance, if we indeed share in his suffering, so that we may also share in his glory. For I consider from the standpoint of faith that the sufferings of the present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us. Okay, so let's just kind of work this really quickly. So it says the spirit testifies that it is not me or you or your pastor the spirit himself that's a capital h so the spirit of god testifies and confirms that you're his child 
Not only does it say that it will confirm it with our spirit. So to be a daughter or son, you only have to believe that and allow Jesus to come into your heart. It's your right. You are reborn. And if you are reborn, it's like coming out of the womb again. You are born of the Lord. And then it says, if we are his children, then we are heirs. We are heirs. Heirs have what their parents have. God has everything. He created everything. God can do the absolute most and the best. He can do anything. Hear me. God can do anything through us. But when you don't know who you are, you can't receive it. If I tell you you're a millionaire and you don't believe it, even if you see the money in your bank account, you still won't believe it. That's how we do God. He tells us he is God of the impossible. He shows us and then we still run in fear because we don't want to accept it. But you are his child. You belong to him. And I'm going to give you a clear example. When I launched my um, nonprofit last year, I had no money. Like I had actually less than no money. Like, you know, integers, I was on negative side as far as money goes. And my bills weren't where they needed to be. None of that. You know, I, I'm be so transparent. I did it on straight faith, like straight faith. I was like, I'm going to have this event. It's going to be three days. I'm going to lunch in my nonprofit. And these rental places wanted $1,600. And I had to get two different spaces. I had so much happening, but it happened. I believed him. I took him at his word because he told me to do it. So I took him at his word. And then you know what happened after that? My faith started to dwindle because I started to fall into what I see. The enemy started tricking me, and I started thinking that same faith can apply to everything else. So that's how the enemy does us, but it's your responsibility to remember who you are. If you forget who you are, like if you are the president, if you are the mayor, and you start saying, whoa, it's me, I don't have control, you, you've forgotten that you are the president and you are the mayor. We've forgotten that we are heirs with Jesus Christ. So the same thing Jesus got, we got. Jesus was his only begotten son. Now you are his son or you are his daughter. So I'll have another scripture. I don't. I got some homework. But I advise you to read this whole chapter. It's important to understand with Jesus' resurrection, it gave us a right to become his child. So it's time for you to rise, daughter, rise, son. I named this a rise daughter because my target is women. But this, if you're a male listener, this is for you too. I need you to arise and be who God called you to be. We need you. So let's get to this homework, y'all. I hope that this homework bless y'all. And I'm actually going to give you an example of it as well. So let's get into this homework. All right, so to the homework. So the first thing I want you to do is to write a letter to God. Express your whole heart about your identity. How you feel about yourself. What you truly think in your heart. Like, we know we are his son or his daughter, but if you feel like you're an orphan or you feel like you're the black sheep, I need you to tell God. I need you to tell him. Stop telling everybody else how you feel. Tell God how you feel. So write a letter, and then I want you to find a scripture on identity. That's number two. And ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to one. So you can do, like, a Google search, identity scriptures, and then as you're going through, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to one. And sometimes, you know, if you have some word in you, the Holy Spirit can actually lead you to a scripture and you can just look up the words of that scripture. But you got to be reading the Bible. Um, but anyway, I want you to find that scripture and write it down in various versions, especially the KJV. So always start with the KJV. This is something I newly recently learned. Start with the KJV, okay? Write it in the K, down in the KJV and then compare it to other scriptures. So if you have the brown um, Bible app, the Holy Bible app, you can use the compare button. If you have the Blue Letter Bible, which I recommend, like I just recently found out about this Blue Letter Bible, but I love it. You can compare two versions. So, you know, look at it, write it down in various versions, <laughs> compare it, 
pull out keywords, define them, and break it down to its simplest form. Simplest form. This is how you study the scripture, by the way. Um, ask for a revelation about this word and meditate on, on it for a week. And I want you to just sit in relation to what God is revealing to you about your identity as a son or a daughter. So I'm going to share with you what I did on what a whole nother topic. It's not about identity. So we're not going to cheat. Okay. <laughs> but it's about trust. Um, because that's another area that I'm working on learning how to trust God, which I think is very important. So I want to kind of tell you, show you all what I did. So I did Proverbs three and five and it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure it out, figure out everything on your own. And the NIV, no, that was, that's not the NIV. I don't remember what version that is, but in KJV, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into unto thine own understanding. And in NIV, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. So I went into the concordance. The words that stood out to me was trust because in every version, trust was there. So trust means to have confidence, be confident, to be bold, secure, and feel safe. Um, and then heart. So, you know, we have a physical heart, but then we have another heart. In the Bible, they're not talking about your physical heart. Um, I'm sure we all knew that. I'm not sure if you really did or didn't know, but I'm telling you, it's not your physical heart. It's your soul, your mind, your seat of emotions, your knowledge, your thinking, your reflection, your memory, your conscience, um, your passions, your courage. That's what your heart is. So it says to have confidence. <laughs> In the Lord with all of your mind, your knowledge, your thinking, your reflection. You see how I'm putting that together? And then lean means to trust in, support um, of trust in God. Understanding is discernment, acts, um, knowledge, wisdom, perfectly. Confidence. I looked up confidence because it was what trust meant, which it also means trust, belief, reliance, security. So let's put that together. So I'm using the King James Version. It says... Trust in the Lord. So to have have confidence in the Lord, the Lord with all your soul, mind, knowledge, thinking, reflection, memory, conscious, seed of passions, courage, seed of emotions. Um, and don't it says lean not. So don't trust in support your own discernment, acts, knowledge, wisdom. It's so much deeper than what it sounds like. So what I learned from that is that I have to have all my confidence in God. Everything in me has to be confident in God. My emotions have to be confident, my knowledge, my wisdom. So it don't matter what school I went to. It don't matter what I think I know. It has to be in God. And I cannot lean into my own discernment, my own understanding. So when we out here, sometimes we see things, sometimes we see things and we're, we're quick to judge. And I've been guilty, quick to say something, quick to, you know, but that's your own understanding. You have to go and get the understanding of God because he may not see it the way you see it. So um, I was watching a video yesterday and she said it's a difference between being a witch and being bewitched. <laughs> and I thought that was very interesting because we're quick to say, oh, they practicing witchcraft, they're a witch. Oh, they're doing this, they're a witch. They may just be bewitched. They may not know because when I used to smoke, I didn't know that it was against God because it wasn't explicit in the Bible. But now I know because God had to come to me and explain it to me. So also what I went further, so when I asked for um, revelation, this is what the Lord told me. You can believe everything I tell you. You can trust my words. You can believe in my Holy Spirit. My doctrine is here to teach you about me and my ways. I don't think like you. My understanding is not yours. Everything is done by my spirit. If you're willing, I will use you. So many of my people aren't willing to be my child. I gave the gifts, the talents, and callings, but some of my children have forgotten this. I know them, but they don't take time to know me or learn me. They lean into their own understanding. They don't ask me. They don't talk to me. They don't desire me. 
and I'm gonna stop there because it's gonna make me um a little upset um and I don't want to get upset so you know this is some of the stuff that God like that's how he talks to me like I talk to God in writing so I want you all to try this exercise so write a letter to God find a scripture about identity write it down in various versions and break it down to its simplest form so you understand it it's no need to be reading the King James Version just because you heard it was the, the purest word, but you don't compare it so you can understand it. What use is it if you don't get it? Like, we got to stop being so high and mighty and so stuck on religion that we don't get relationship. If you don't understand it, you don't understand it. God is not a genie. He's not a magician. You know what I'm saying? He's your personal savior. Yes, this is true. But we really have to really chase after him. The word says, if we thirst after righteousness, we'll be filled. It says, if, if we draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to us. So I want y'all to really um, get into that. But let's get into the words of wisdom, y'all. Let's lighten this up. I, I'm so glad God get, you know, I just realized that this is called the words of wisdom. Let me tell you how smart I am. I just realized it's called the words of wisdom. So anyway, let's get into this. This week's words of wisdom is entitled, Show Me. Show me my true identity, the one you gave me before you formed me, the one the earth groaned for. Show me your hand. Show me who you are. You call me an heir, but why should I care? Show me your righteousness, your glory. Not for me to showboat, but for me to dare. Dare to be who you said I am. The person who your spirit confirmed. My identity is firm in you. That's what you shared. So show me so I can do this. Share your glory and bring your babies to you. Let me be the example. Yes, you can send me, but first, I need to know me. So show me who I am. Who you called me to be so my identity can be here with you and not there, over there with the world. I get it. I belong to your kingdom, the kingdom of God. Yes, I am your daughter. I heard you. I read it. I shared. Lord, you are my father and me. I am yours. So let today be the day that you prove to me that I am truly an heir. Snap, snap. That was so good, y'all. I hope that that kind of smoothed it all out. You know, I felt like today the Lord had me speaking from another place. So I hope that all smoothed it out. You know, I love you all. So we're ending. I don't have any questions this week. So the song this week is Victory Belongs to Jesus. Um, the scripture, Proverbs 3 and 5. I kind of just broke it down for you. So I kind of helped you out with that. Um, and I want to do some reminders. I have a lot of things coming up. I'm a part of a summit on April 4th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can go to bit.ly, S-A-N-E 2020, all caps. I'm holding a webinar April 7th at 8 p.m. about loving yourself. So please join me. You can go to bit.ly slash queen love thyself. It's all in the show notes. Make sure you get the worksheet to work on um, the to breaking down your scripture and doing the homework and all that good stuff. Um, remember, I come out every week, once a week. Try to do it Wednesday. Today is Friday. So I hope this is a good thing to get you through your weekend. Follow me on social media at Nikki J. The Arthur. Subscribe and download. Tell a friend or two about this podcast. Share in your stories about this episode and tag me. Do your homework and tag me and I'll repost. Love you all.